Hey guys, uh, welcome to another episode of the Turtle War Podcast. Uh, as always, I'm Jeff, uh, joined with by my friend and co-host Andy. Hey people, what's up? And uh, we also, we have a special guest joining us uh, via Discord, actually. Uh, they are not here in the studio with us, but this is a returning guest host that uh, joined us on our Bob's Burger review on YouTube, and um, I think has been on a couple other episodes of the podcast, but uh, she's a streamer. Uh, and friend of the show, Kip. Hello. Hey, Kip. So recently, just last weekend, Annie and Kip, uh, they got on a plane and uh, they had the opportunity to go out to L.A. and go to VidCon. Uh, it's uh, as far as my understanding that it's sort of a, a convention for streamers, basically. So I've only ever been to comic book conventions and uh, AV conventions. Uh, never been to a VidCon. Andy. When you, when, I, when you set the stage, how was it? Yeah, so it, overall I had a lot of fun. I, I went in there not knowing what to expect. Like I said, you know, we've done you know, uh, comic book conventions and sci-fi fantasy conventions and all that. So this was, this was something a little different. I mean, L.A. is kind of a crazy place, and it, it, was, it was kind of a, like there was aspects of it that, were, that seemed kind of surreal to me, I guess, as someone that doesn't travel a whole lot. And, you know, I kept going back, like in my mind, I kept going back to thinking like, man, this would make a good, you know, good subject for the podcast. Just like various things that happen, uh, not necessarily even at the convention, but just traveling and uh, throughout interactions with people there. So um, one of the, the most fun things for, for me and Kip the, for the weekend was, so we got in a, um, we got in an Uber I guess this was like the first couple nights that we were there, so I didn't realize how big LA is. I mean, the whole place—it <laughs> just goes on forever. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like, how do you not know? It's like the, the one of the biggest cities in the country, but it's just, it's just spread out forever. And I like to walk, so I was thinking we could, like, you know, we're just gonna like walk to wherever we need to go. And, you know, it's a it's a city you can walk around, but it's not like that at all. Like you gotta. You, it's not that, pedestrian friendly. No, not. I mean. It is in a way like it's not like someone's just going to like drive on the curb and hit you like in New York City, but it's not in the sense that it's so spread out like you're not and it's sunny and there's no shade. So you're not going to get anywhere. It's all to, just tall palm trees that go really like nothing. They don't. Yeah, they so don't really it, provide shade. Because I know where we live, even though a lot of it is uh, technically a city, it's more of a rural area. So things like Uber and stuff aren't really feasible because it'd be you know, 20, 30 minute trips anywhere if you wanted to go anywhere. Uh, so is LA a little more Uber friendly? It's it's definitely Uber friendly. Like if I was an Uber driver, that would be one of my top cities because you can, you know, there's so many different points of interest that you pretty much can almost only get to in a car. Like they don't even have a whole lot of public transportation. The bus was, the bus was pretty sketchy. Like we tried that once. Yeah, and, that was not so, the best bus experience. So yeah, it's, it's definitely the kind of city where you know, a, a, a ride share kind of thing or a, a taxi or a Uber or Lyft or whatever is kind of the way, the way to get around, I would think, unless you drive yourself. I'd choose DC Metro over the LA bus anytime. Yeah. DC Metro is pretty, it's pretty nice. But so, so we get in the Uber and you know, he's, he, the, the driver was cool. It was like one of my, I've, I haven't been in Uber much at all. Like I hadn't in years. So it was, pre, it was a pretty cool experience. And I decided to give the, the, the driver five stars out of five. Mm -hmm. That's almost like a default. I, I would think, you know, as we, we did a couple other rides in LA and it was always five stars. So Kip was like, well, what would it take to give the driver less than five stars? Like what would be a less than perfect uh, ride? And I'm like, well, I mean, there's a lot of things that could potentially go wrong, you know, like they could just drop us off like in the middle of nowhere, you know, and tell us that we're like, hey, Roger, your location. I'm like getting out because I don't even know L.A. Like I and it was night. So I literally could have gotten out thinking I was in the right spot and he could have pulled off. So that to me is like maybe a that's like a two star ride because at least like they <laughs> so if they did it on purpose, that would still be. Yeah, two like they just drop you. you off in the middle of nowhere on purpose. And like, you're not, I'm not yeah. even from there, so I don't know where I am. You're a liberal with your stars. <laughs> but like, it could, it could be worse though. Like, yeah. you know, there's, there's worse things than, cause you gotta, you gotta save like, and I didn't realize this until after you like, you gotta save the five stars and the one stars for the absolute best and worst. You can't just like make either extreme your default. And a lot of people would argue with that. They'd be like, well, you know, the nice thing to do is kind of like tipping a waiter. Like the nice thing to do is just give them five stars. Like, mm -hmm. you know, that should be kind of a default and anything less than that should be if they screw up. But I'm like, wait a minute. So if I'm giving everybody five stars, what happens if I get a ride with somebody like teaching me how to beatbox? And I'm like, wait a minute, that like the last driver didn't teach me how to beatbox and I gave him five stars. Like you can't just, I mean, you, it can't doesn't go, go above five you can't stars. go above five. So yeah, I would have to like just make four the default. 
and so then you, if, if so they go out of their way, four would be your best, and then a five would be something if you got a good ride and something. Yes, like, like they have to four would be a perfect ride. Okay, just but no, four would be an uneventful ride. Like they're polite, they get you where you need to go, like is at a reasonable speed and all that, and you know that's a four. Mm-hmm. Five is like if they teach you how to beatbox, or if they're like. You know, let's say like a spider crawls in like the, the passenger side, like I'm sitting there in the front passenger seat and like a spider flies in the door and I'm like, oh my God. And they're like, Shh, and they catch it like the, like with kind of like Mr. Miyagi with the chopsticks. Mm-hmm. Like they catch it from in front of your, from in front of your face, not with chopsticks. Like they're sitting there eating noodles, like uh, with chopsticks and the, while they're driving. And I'm like, oh my gosh, the spider. And they're just like, Shh. Then they, well, they throw it out the other side and start eating noodles again. That's less impressive than with the fly, though. Is it spider? The spider's bigger. bigger. Yeah, but I wouldn't Unless even. It was really small. <laughs> it's a really small spider. I wouldn't even need them to catch a fly, though. Like if a fly flew in, I'd be like, oh well, you know, it's just. What if it was a hornet? What if it was a murder hornet? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> There's like, like three of them, and I'm ca- they're catching them with chopsticks. Yeah, see, that's my idea of a five. Like you, I, I would almost want to. If, if he play, if he plays, I spy with you. <laughs> now, now that I, like, the more I think about it, the more I think that like three should be the default because like five, like then four is teaching a beatbox. Five is like if the murder hornet's flying and they catch him with chopsticks. So I think where your logic falls down though is that no one else does it like that. Everyone else does it like the five. So if let's say you got confront like you, let's say you got a ride by you know joe whatever and then you gave him a three and mm-hmm. he's like what the hell like that was a perfect ride so then you run into him <laughs> at the supermarket and he's like hey man like you gave me it like because he's like i looked at my ratings you gave me a three star what was wrong with the ride you're like nothing it was perfect and he's like so why'd i only get three you're like because you just gave me a ride <laughs> he's like i know that's what you paid me to do and you're like no but that's all you did <laughs> And he's like, so you had no complaints? And you're like, no, it was perfect. And he's like, so what was the three? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I wasn't, I wasn't really thinking about it from like Joe Uber Driver's perspective. But if I was like Joe Uber Driver, Joe? well, just, we're just saying, just we're just, this is just theoretical name of random Uber anything. Driver. But if I was Joe Uber Driver, I'd be like, okay, obviously five is the highest it goes. If I'm giving people perfect rides, that's a five. But I need to go above and beyond because maybe they'll maybe if they see what the potential of a Uber mm-hmm. ride is, they'll start giving other people less stars, and I'll have I'll be like the only five star Uber driver in LA. So, so what like, really probably what happened is like if that whole interaction happened, and then you put that in his head, so he's like, all right, man, I see how it works now. So now like I, like a three is a perfect ride, so I want I need to give people more than a perfect ride. Yeah. So then you know he's gonna start picking people up, and he's gonna have all these like games and stuff planned out, and all these things. <laughs> And people are going to be like, oh, my God, dude, just drive me. Please don't talk to me. Like, most people don't like talking to their Uber drivers. I don't need to play categories with yeah. you. Yeah, seriously. They're like, keep your eyes on the road and please just drive. Like, you. dictionary. Yeah. <laughs> and so but then he's going to. Was that like a whiteboard? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's going to start getting like one-star reviews and stuff because they're like, oh, my gosh. All I wanted was this guy to get me right to the airport. And he kept talking and pulling over and like trying to show me pictures of his kids. Like, he's pulling over like dancing. Yeah. He's like, he's like I've like never. Stop dancing. Like, I've he pulls never, over in the parking lot. Check this out. Yeah. They're like, I've never had an Uber driver get out of the car so many times to show me something. He's <laughs> like, like, I like, wish it, if I could give lower than one stars, I would. So. He like grabs a squirrel. He's like, oh, a squirrel. And he's like, he's like, has a, he's like, I gotta, if I catch that squirrel, I bet this person loves squirrels. That's like a, that's a five star ride right there. So like, he just, he's, he falls, I love squirrels. He like, I love squirrels. So that would me over. He like screeches over. He's like, not even all the way. He's got his, like his hazard lights on. He's like chasing a squirrel. So, so wait, if that happened and he pulled over and he's like, I'll be right back and like ran out. And then you're just sitting there like, what the hell? I'm going to be late. And all of a sudden he comes back and he has like a squirrel and it's like just a wild animal. And it's <laughs> just like, him. <laughs> and he's like, look at this. Tax you. Would you, would that be a five star ride? That's, That'd be great. That's as good as it gets. So yeah, so I think after, <laughs> probably I would, I would give him like three days to a week after riding with you, Andy, that he would then all, like lose his Uber privileges. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like he, he could, or he could maybe uh, maybe it will catch on maybe other drivers will be like yeah. it, it just depends on him you know like he could obviously make things like way worse like if people just really are trying to get places and they're in a hurry and stuff and he's just tr- like stalling and trying to like do all this above and beyond kind of stuff then yeah it goes downhill but what if he just somehow 
finds a way to make what he does like better than getting to the airport on time. You're like, Oh my God, I don't mind even mind missing that flight. Cause that dude, like he just changed my perspective on life. Like maybe he like rolls up the car windows and like, you know, what is that stuff that they use in movies where it makes you like feel like you're in another dimension and like everything's really cool and whatnot. Drugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But not just like, I mean, not just like drugs in general. You can't just be like, I was thinking about like more like a gas form because it's not like he can just hand uh -huh. you like, you know, try this LSD, you know, that'd be too like, that'd, <laughs> that be, too, like, that'd be too blatant. <laughs> yeah. Try some of these shrooms. Like that would just be too, like this Uber driver tried to sell me drugs or something. But if it's like more yeah. like kind of like a Willy Wonka kind of thing where they knock you out and then. <laughs> when did Willy Wonka do that? <laughs> I don't know. Like that's just the first thing that popped in my head was Willy Wonka. But maybe I'm thinking of the wrong work of fictional movie, but there's been movies. Yeah, when did Willy Wonka like, knock I don't, you I don't out? think Willy Wonka ever knocks anyone out in any of his movies. But I'm just trying so to think he, of. So he's driving. He fills the back of his car with gas. You knock out. <laughs> no, I was thinking of Squid Game. But... And then you wake up and he's like. I don't even what would even say. <laughs> like, Welcome to my world of magic. Yeah. You're like, what the hell's going on? He's like, come on, you've seen Charlie and Chocolate Factory, right? And you're like, yeah. And he's like, well, like, I guess this isn't, this like, isn't like turned that. turned his ass into like a really cheap version of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. There's all these boxes like taped together and stuff. You're like, yeah, I've seen it. Why did you knock me out? What's happening? <laughs> it's like, aren't you glad you didn't make it to the airport? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's a solid five stars. <laughs> I mean, you probably like, wouldn't. How long have I been out? He's like, well, it took me like three days to build this. So I, I had to keep He's knocking like, you out. I already gave myself a five star review from your phone, just like so, to save you the convenience. Yeah, and I texted your wife and said you weren't coming home. So, and also, <laughs> ever, <laughs> I also put a review for myself on my Uber driver thing, where it says this is the best Uber driver ever. He showed me a world of magic that I never knew existed and we became best friends and then yeah <laughs> we, we became best friends and I he showed me within this dark dimension underneath his house <laughs> yeah I don't, I don't I think we'll just stick with the five star being <laughs> <laughs> like no a, I mean you might be onto something <laughs> yeah maybe that's maybe the five star should be the default so so with travel and you know another thing that Kind of like, so I don't travel a whole lot. Like this was the first time I'd even been on a plane in like maybe five years. So I wasn't sure if you could get food on the plane, like if they would let you. I, I didn't know this at the time, but by the time I actually got to the airport, I saw people just with, they would have like a Starbucks, like large, you know, ice drink and like a bag of chips or something. And they're just walking right in there. Like so right they have a lot of rules about uh, liquids and stuff, but yeah. you mean just you, you were under the impression that you couldn't bring food in general, like, like no food period, kind. like okay. in your, in your bag or whatever. So, but I got this cereal in LA. It's, it was actually, I got it at the convention. It's called materials and cereals. It's by cereal. No, no, no. It's called material girl cereal. Material cereal girl by saucy Santana. So those who don't know saucy Santana, saucy Santana is a YouTuber. who's um, well known for like bling and, uh, like wearing cross-dressing and stuff, right? Cross-dressing and wearing solid gold with glitter and whatnot. It's a pretty but, amazing cereal box, guys. Go to our Instagram <laughs> and we'll throw some pictures of this box up because it's, it's. I was I was not familiar with cereal girl. Cereal girl. G W O R L, and the O is actually a picture of Saucy Tan Santana with, with <laughs> glittery um, sunglasses. Yeah, we'll throw we'll throw a few pictures of this up. And the cereal itself is like it looks kind of like a like a tricks type you know with the little things but they're all like covered in glitter like you it's, tried pink. It? it's pink with glitter so no i haven't tried it yet i haven't even opened it i want to just i want to save it but uh, i was i was like okay how do i get the cereal on the plane like i was thinking okay like maybe i because i had a hat that i wore i was like okay well if i put it under my hat like they normally don't check under your hat but the last thing i want to do is like have them be like can i look under your hat please sir and like i'd take my hat off and there's a the cereal the cereal yeah there's so then i was thinking okay like i could wear it as a shoe but it's a little too small to fit on my foot it's it was the size of like maybe a two year old because it's not even the size of a regular cereal box. It's like half the size of a standard cereal box or less. So I'm like, okay, like a two year old, I could fit it in a two year old's foot. So I just need to find like a mom who's carrying a two year old. Like you know how the parents carry the two year olds on the side, like on their hip, to where like one foot is not within the parent's vision. I'm like, okay, like I could just take that kid's carefully take that kid's shoe off without the parent noticing and slip the cereal girl cereal onto the kid's foot. And, and without then, the kid noticing, too. Without, well, the kid might notice. <laughs> like maybe they're too young to. So you have to find a parent carrying their kid, like with, but, with earbuds in or something, so they can't hear. And the they kid. have to be carrying them like that. Yeah. So <laughs> then, if the kid is like, "Hey, mom, this this guy's trying to put this cereal box on my foot," like she would be listening to her earbuds and not yeah. hear, or she would just think that the kid's crazy. Or like, yeah, what, like who would believe their kid up. if their kid said that? The kid, be, they'd be like, "No, no, no one's trying to put cereal. <laughs> no 
Nobody's trying to put cereal on your foot. Yeah, that's what anytime my kids say something like, oh my gosh, this guy or this lady's doing something. I'm like, no, they're not. <laughs> I mean, I like don't even look. Yeah. And I guess, it, I mean, in some cases, like, in, you know, like if you're in like real world situations, like you obviously want to pay attention. But like as a parent, like if Lydia told me that someone tried to put this cereal on her foot, I'd, I'd be like, that's like, you know, that was probably a dream you had or something. Like no, nobody tried to put a cereal box on your foot. You think a two year old would get that specific? Like they're not just going to be like, Mom, that guy's touching my foot. They're going to be like, Mom, there's a guy putting a cereal box on my foot. <laughs> no, but it's a solid plan so far. Keep yeah, going. so I put the cereal box on their foot, and like maybe I might have duct tape it or something on there to make mm-hmm. it sure it doesn't fall back off. And then Did one, you have duct tape? Uh, I don't think I had duct tape, okay. but I had a, I mean, I probably could have bought some on the way to the airport sure. or yeah, something to, to hold it on there. And so like, then they would get through customs because like, obviously the people that are checking the bags and stuff would think that it's super weird that this kid has a cereal box in their foot, but they can, that's not against the plane rules. Like that's mm-hmm. not against the rules of aviation. So they'd, they'd be allowed through, like they would let the parent through with the cereal box on the kid's foot. Right. And then I, I get through after them. And then like, I find them, the mom before they get on their plane and I just approach them like, ma'am, did you notice that the kid has a, that, that your daughter or son has a, a glittery cereal box for a shoe, like in place of the shoe? And they'd be like, oh, I didn't notice that. Uh, and I'd be like, I can take that cereal box for you if you don't mind. And then I'd take the cereal box on the plane with me. Well, what if you did all that? And then the mom's like, oh, cereal girl, I love cereal. <laughs> <laughs> just like takes it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's technically it's theirs. It's like finders keepers. I mean, at that point, I would have to just make my case for them to give it to me. Like they wouldn't, there'd be no guarantee that they would even give it to me. Yeah. And not, not only that, I wouldn't You'd be have able to tell them. I had to yeah, tell the whole, the whole say, story. I just mess up. Say, wait, wait. Yeah. When she I'm says, like, I'm going to keep it, you're like, wait, wait, wait. Here's what really happened. I was trying to smuggle it onto the plane. And she's like, you can just bring cereal on the plane. I'm like, what? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, can I have that back? <laughs> or maybe it's like the wrong, like I kind of got like lost track of them and then f- found them later. But it's the wrong person. And like they were like, yeah, no, my, my daughter likes to put cereal girl cereal on her foot. So then I realized that <laughs> it wasn't the same. Yeah, like you're like, no. She's like, no, this is my daughter's cereal girl. And you're like, no, that's friggin' mine. And you tell the whole story. And then she's like, was yours chocolate? And you're like, no, it was. And you look, you're like, oh, no. <laughs> you're like, that's like, really not I think mine. it only comes in pink flavor. Yeah. But let's say they found the chocolate flavor. Or yeah. maybe the, that parent just made, like, specially made. Because their, their kid loved cereal girl cereal. And the parent, like, made. But they also like chocolate. They're like, ooh, the glitter tastes gross. I want chocolate. So the, the mom. But I don't even think get like the cereal girl cereal it's like it was only for the mr beast gumball machine thing way the way there was there was something about the box that let annie know that it wasn't his and he was like oh my god someone else actually did put a a cereal girl box on their kid's foot and then i look at that it's like the thing like all these kids have like instead of shoes they have cereal (laughs) or maybe it's because the other parents had the same idea as me and thought that they couldn't get the cereal through the checkpoint so like they all put so i'm like man there's like when i get into the airport I'm like, oh, there's a parent with the, who's holding a kid on their hip. I can swap out their their shoe with the, the thing. But then, like, as soon as I get close to them, I realize that she's already got cereal box feet. So it's just all these parents putting cereal boxes on other kids' feet. <laughs> like, all these kids have cereal boxes on their feet. It's like a trend, but and only then, in the airports. So, no, I mean, yeah, that's a pretty solid plan. But, like, really, so if, like, let's say you try to put it in your hat and you're going through it and the guy's like, sir, take your hat off, please. And you're like, oh, my gosh, like, sweat is going to You're like, oh, man, here I come, jail. And you, like, hand him your hat and he looks and he sees the cereal box and he's like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, all right, move along. And you're like, whoa, I did it. <laughs> or, like, if you had it taped to your to your torso, like, on your stomach or something, like, like you're wearing a wire or whatever and you're going through and he's like, you know, it picks up on the radar, on the, um, is it right? No. On X-ray. The X-ray. On the X-ray, yeah. And he's like. Uh, sir, lift up your shirt, please. And you lift it up, and he looks, and he sees it's a cereal girl box, and he's like, "Okay, <laughs> like because it's no, allowed." There's no rules again. You can tape stuff to your body, <laughs> so he just has no idea why you taped a box of cereal to, <laughs> your, like, oh to your stomach. Some of the people I see, <laughs> he's like, "How do you even?" Because the only other thing I can think of, like why someone would do that, is if they want to eat it. But it's like under your shirt, so it's yeah. not even like it's not like you just made it convenient. Yeah, so you lift up your. You're like, "Oh my god, please, I can explain." He's like, "Please don't." <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to hear. Just get, just get out of here. But maybe that would distract, like, okay, so then he'd be like, okay, like, he probably taped that cereal box there to distract from, like, he's trying to bring a weapon or something, like, to blow the plane. So that would be, well, I don't know. I mean, I think there'd be better ways to just, to, to, I mean, to, he might, may, he might, like, make you take it off so they can verify that it actually is cereal in the box. <laughs> 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 like, 
Because <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would it would raise suspicion. Yeah. I think, like, even if the actual serial is allowed on the plane, that would definitely raise suspicion. Like, if I was a security guard, I'd be like, okay, like technically that's allowed, but if if he's, I mean, you literally got it duct taped like you're smuggling it on there. Like that's a that's a pretty major red flag, yeah, like, even if the serial is allowed. Like, I didn't think we were allowed to have cereal, so I was trying to. Does the cereal it stay in the bag, or would it just be like, but cereal? I think it would be well. It's in the bag right now. You you keep it in the bag. Like I wouldn't want it just to be free, like free floating around inside there. Yeah, that would be ridiculous. In it and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> just be taking it way too far. <laughs> I mean, now picture like if I put it on the kid's foot, it probably wouldn't fit on their foot unless I take the like open the bag and put the the foot down in the actual cereal, which that would kind of ruin the cereal. Yeah, I think they'd feel that also. Yeah, I like, mean. At, at that point, I'd be better off just taking all the cereal out of the box and folding up the box and just keeping the box because I don't want cereal that the kid's foot's been in. I mean, maybe I had to like clean their foot first. Like I'd take the like carefully like slide the shoe off and I'll have like a sponge or something to, like wash their foot and then put their foot in the in the cereal. Now, now that I look at this, I think I'm. I don't even know if I want to eat it. Like it's you know kind of a. I don't even know if you'd call it a collector's item or what, but. Yeah, I was just uh, also we, I was talking about the overall experience there at the the YouTube thing. Wait, uh, did I tell you about my? That was, that was crazy. Did I tell you about my travel before we get off travel real quick? Uh-huh. Did I tell you about my travel and my TSA thing the other <laughs> week? What was that? Like, uh, like two weeks ago, I went to uh, Vegas, and on my way back, when I was coming through the TSA, it was really frustrating because um, you can, you know, once you get through all the checkpoints, there's more stores and stuff, so you can buy like yeah. drinks and food and everything. So, but when you're going through the, like you said, you're allowed to bring it on the plane, but like they, like I was going through and I had a, a brand new bottle of uh, Mountain Dew, the blue volt, uh, voltage, what, I, don't know, I can't remember what it's called, the blue Mountain Dew. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I just opened it and I was sipping on it and this guy's like, you can't take liquids through, you can't take drinks through there, you got to throw it away. And I was like, oh my gosh, so I like chugged it as much as I could, like really quick, like just slammed it as much as I could until like, you know, like my eyes were all teared up because I drank it so fast and I was like, oh. And then I threw it away and then I went and I was putting my stuff in the little bins on the conveyor belt. And then I had a uh, Red Bull that was in the side bag of my of my shoulder bag that I'd forgotten mm-hmm. about. It was just, a, and then the guy like saw the top of it and he was like, what's that? You can't take that. I was like, oh my God, that's, and I bought that at the airport. So it was like a $6 <laughs> so it was like unopened, you know? yeah, yeah, it was an yeah. unopened like $6 Red Bull. And I was like, you gotta be kidding me. But you know, I'm like right there. So there's nothing yeah. I can do. I couldn't drink that too. So I had to throw <laughs> a brand new Red Bull away, which I was going to buy another one on the other side. It was really frustrating. Right. I was like, you know, it's an unopened can. Why can't I take that through? You know, <laughs> you're not going to, I mean, how would you, you'd have to like surgically, uh, I'm trying to picture a scenario where I mean, you would actually use Maybe it. like the shaving cream from Jurassic Park or something like they take the bottom off, but I mean, they could just right. they, they examine the can. And, and then the, the last thing I went through the, 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 um, you know, they got the little archway, you walked through that and it beeped and they said, do you have anything else? And I was like, feel all my pockets. And I was like, and then I felt my leather, leatherman on my belt. And I was like, oh my gosh. And that's like my multi-tool. It was, a, it was a really nice, it was like $150 multi-tool, you know? And I was like damn it. And I just told the guy, cause usually I take that and put it in my suitcase and just let that travel with my okay. luggage. And I was like, I can't take this on the plane. Can I? And the guy was like, I don't know, put it in the basket. And if they don't, you know, if, if you can't, then they'll, they'll tell you after it goes through the, through the x-ray. And the guy uh, is like this old guy on the other side. And he was like, he picked it up and he's like, yeah, what's this? And I said, it's a multi-tool. I was like, you can't take it. Can you? He's like, as long as it don't got a knife on it, you can take it. And like, he'd like open it up and it has like, you know, five knives on it. I'm like, of course it has a knife. It's like, that's all it is, is knives. And, and I was, he was like, no, nope, sorry, bud, you can't take that. And I was like, ah, oh, damn it. And I said, all right. I said, all right, I'll throw it away. And he's like standing there looking at it and he's like, sees how nice of a tool it is. You know, he mm-hmm. like looks at it from it and he's like, then he looks up at me. He's like, you know what? I'll take care of it for you. And I was like, Oh, you jerk. <laughs> I know that. It's like messed that up. went straight into I his mean, pocket. At least like, at least they should make you think. Okay. So in that situation, it's like, that's, that's straight up. I mean, that almost sounds like the kind of the way that like they do it in like Eastern Europe and Russia and stuff where the police just pull you over just to get money. Like they're just yeah. trying to, they're like, you know, I'm going to pull this guy over. And if he gives me 40 bucks, I'll leave him alone. You know, like, they I mean, could, it wasn't like that bad. Like, I mean, it's pretty clear, you know, like, yeah, but they could have been more lucky. Like that's, it just seems pretty blatant to me. Like I think the, the drinks that they made me throw away, knowing that like literally after I walked right through that line, there was going to be, you know, a convenience store and a Starbucks and everything. So yeah. there was, there was no reason to make me throw the drinks away. That made me matter than the, than the, the, I mean, I didn't, I wasn't happy about losing the multi-tool mm-hmm. because like I said, it was a nice and kind of expensive one, but, uh, I mean, that, the, the rules are pretty clear about that. Like, yeah. I wasn't, yeah. there was nothing like that. And there's, you know, my luggage is already 
gone. They are, you know, I checked that in when I when I got to the airport. So there was nothing I could do with it. It was getting thrown <laughs> yeah, away either way. But just to be professional, you'd think he would have at least like pretended me, to throw give, it away. Yeah, giving then, you the satisfaction of yeah. like throwing it away so that then you would have to at least know that you would have to dig out of the trash for it or something yeah. like that. It's like, you know, make him work for it a little bit. I'm just like handing him a free multi tool because yeah, like, he works for the TSA or whatever. So, but that was my travel story. So, um, Kip. Uh, you were a little bit more familiar with the VidCon, I assume, going up there. Uh, how, uh, where did you stand on it? How did you, what was your experience? With VidCon? Yeah, I mean, you, you knew what you were getting into, I assume, correct? Uh, yeah, not really, not like, for some of the parts I didn't. I thought, like, there'd be more um, YouTubers and, like, streamers that I know. Mm-hmm. Cause it was like to find ones that like I knew, like we had to wait like a while, then come back, like to go around the um, expo hall and see. But it was just it was like hard to um, spot ones that I knew, which I thought it'd be easier. So did you? Uh, I assume that there is a standard convention style where they're set up in booths. I assume, right? Uh yeah, like uh, there were some organizations that had booths and stuff. Like there was um. Uh, there is like picture booths and there is merch booths and there is like um like photo booth like, more like TikTok like photo booths so where you can make videos. You're walking around looking for the 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 ones that you know the Mr. Beasts and the odd ones out and stuff like that. Uh, but and you said it was kind of hard to to come through and find those. Did you come across any that? Now you are a fan of that you, that you didn't that you weren't aware of before. No, really. It took like I think it was mostly like TikTokers and stuff, like big TikTokers in the floor okay. because most of the YouTubers. Um, there was like a thing going around on Twitter and stuff where apparently a lot of the big ones, like the security, wasn't letting them walk around like there because the security had to limit them, so like no fans would like swarm them. Like even if they wanted to, they weren't allowed to just walk around the expo hall. Yeah, they were gonna, they would have gotten mobbed, and I think Kip would have been like in the front and center, <laughs> center of the mob. <laughs> uh, I'd get trampled. Would you, if that if that was the case? Do you think like right now you would have like a handful of Mr. Beast's hair, <laughs> <laughs> like in a baggie? No, you're like a, you're mad that you couldn't mob him. Yeah. No, no, actually, Mr. Beast wasn't even at his own event. It was like um, his, I guess, associate Carl Jacobs. It was like doing most of the meeting stuff. Gotcha. Like with fans at his gumball machine. Mm-hmm. Like Mr. Beast wasn't even at his own thing. I, I think he did. He kind of took a Willy Wonka approach to the whole thing. Like he was definitely <laughs> there. You know, he like he was there in the advertising and stuff. And I think there was there was one panel that he was at. So, you know, definitely but like, it was he, like creator only. Yeah. So, so he definitely and, just what didn't blow the whole thing off. He was there. But like. Very few people actually saw him. There was Mr. Beast stuff all over the place, you know, like like the Willy Wonka world where you see all of the candy and everything, but like no one ever sees Willy Wonka. Like that's kind of what it reminded me of. Like there was Mr. Beast merchandise everywhere and like posters and stuff, and they even had those things like they have at the used car parks that like wave back and forth that were like like Mr. Beast. But then it's like, where's the actual Mr. Beast? So it was it was still. I mean. I didn't mind that. I thought that overall it was super fun, like super weird. You know, the whole experience was weirder than I expected, but still fun. Yeah, I got to meet a lot of voice actors and stuff for like um, a Minecraft series that I've been oh, watching cool. since I was like little. That was, <laughs> like uh, I finally got to meet them. Athmal. Uh, yeah, yeah, for her series, and I got to meet the odd ones out and something That's else. Cool. YT. Yeah, we tried to meet. Take pictures. The one of the uh, YouTubers that was on the floor for a while that we tried to meet was Tubbo from like the Dream SMP from the Minecraft Dream SMP. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So he had a booth set up. Where his dad was there, and his, his, he was actually signing autographs that said Tubbo's his dad. His dad was like signing most, of, like Tubbo wasn't even there. It was just his dad. So we were talking about we were gonna um, ask Tubbo's dad if we could borrow his phone, and then text Tubbo and be like, "Hey, I'm at the. Uh, can you come down to the booth? No one's around here right now that that would swarm you. I'm just trying to ask you a few questions, so that hopefully Tubbo would come out from from wherever and come down to the booth. We would like, oh, like maybe. Well, no, because. Yeah, now that I think about it more, like I think about that scenario, as soon as Tubbo even came down or security came down to make sure the floor was clear and all, they would they would see people there waiting for him. But if we were to like knock Tubbo's dad's out, like behind the booth, mm-hmm. and <laughs> then like yeah, out. and then put on Tubbo's dad's clothes, <laughs> and then 
Let's call him. You, you look like you could be like I look, like a I look dad. Like I could be dad. Like, <laughs> I'm pretty yeah. sure if Tebo saw me wearing his dad's clothes, he'd be like, "That is definitely not my dad." Like, no I mean, matter did how he far. Have, like, are his clothes like like a uniform sort of, or is it like? Yeah, like no, like I a, think a, everybody was just allowed to wear whatever. Yeah, so that's clothes. what I mean. So like, if you like. It wouldn't stand out as like <laughs> that's true because like, <laughs> he doesn't know what his dad wears all the time. Yeah, it's not like a stormtrooper so, outfit or something no. where you're gonna be like, oh man. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, I didn't think about that. So like, just because I knocked it, like it would have been pointless. Yeah, like, just, but like, but he wasn't the only like parent signing for um I guess like their like kids and stuff because Jaden Animation she's like an animator. Yeah, her mom that. and dad and like I think her brother were signing stuff for her because she had COVID. Oh. Like everybody is getting like signatures from her mom, like pictures of their mom. <laughs> yeah, definitely would have knocked him out for no reason. He was just wearing like jeans and a t-shirt. So he's like wearing like jeans and a black t-shirt. But the line was like crazy long. Changing his clothes. So like, knock out and swap these nah. identical clothes with you. Like the line wrapped around like half of the like side of the convention. Just to meet like Tubbo. Maybe I'll have Tubbo's dad smell on me. Then he'll, he recognize. he's like a dog. He recognizes people by smell. Yeah. His name is Tubbo. The Odd Ones Out line, um, it was like worth waiting in it. It wasn't as long as Tubbo's line, but I still uh, got to go in it. And there was like this weird like camera guy who was just weirdly obsessed with like cameras. He like tried to sell dad of um like I guess like film. I think that's a cameraman. Yeah, I don't know. He was just like really like weird. (laughs) I would have waited in the Odd Ones Out line. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was, that kinda, was worth it. That he was said he one signed of a poster. Nice. And I got something else YT to sign um a hat. Very cool. Mm-hmm. So uh, overall an awesome experience. So Kip, would you go to VidCon mm-hmm. again? Definitely. Do you have any stories or thoughts just on the travel in, in general, not VidCon, but just the trip? Um well there's this there's this one thing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh it's called the crackhead dance. Okay. And it's something that dad dad came up with while you were waiting for an Uber. Oh. Um, and like, it was just basically a shuffle, kind of, uh-huh. that he did across the street. I guess he, he was trying to embarrass me. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and like, it's, like the best, it's like the best thing ever. Yeah, so we were walking down the street, like, because I was trying to get, like, a little bit closer to the... I didn't realize the way Ubers worked is, like, they have a, there's a specific spot where they expect to pick you up. And if you're just walking toward your destination while they're trying to pick you up, it probably makes it a little more difficult for them. Yep. But it didn't really occur to me at the time. So I'm like, well, while we're waiting for this Uber, we might as well walk toward the uh, the hotel we were trying to get to. And then every time a car came by, like, I started... I would, like, do this weird dance, like, where I kind of, like, like, bend my knees and, like, start shaking my head and stuff. So it, it, at first, Lydia was like super embarrassed by it, but then eventually, I guess it, you know, kind of like was like embarrassed to the point where she wasn't embarrassed anymore, and then thought it was funny. Hmm. Is that something we could uh, <laughs> we, get on video might, so we could we throw might. that up on the yeah? I think we can. I think we can replicate it for the world at some point. I asked him to demonstrate it for um, like I could demonstrate um, it right now, but nobody else would be able to see it. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'd see it. Demonstrate it for yourself. Jeff, Jeff would see it. Hey guys, and then he uh, could describe it to everyone. The Turtle Wars, yeah. uh, we do have a TikTok now, so uh, by the time you hear this, by the time this post and you hear it, if you go to our TikTok, uh, I think you can. I think we'll have that dance posted. Oh, you can do the Renegade. <laughs> Fair enough. So and that's... You should show Jeff right now. Hmm? You should get up and I show should, him right I should, now. I, I should show Jeff the, the crackhead dance? Go down the hallway. <laughs> no, I'm good. Okay, let's say I just did. Oh, there it is. There's the crackhead that dance. That was a nice dance. I like it. Yeah, it was sweet. Actually, no, I, did, I didn't really do. I didn't really do the crackhead dance just then, or maybe I did. I wouldn't know either way. No, you wouldn't. But you'll see it soon enough. On we'll have it on the TikTok. So, well, cool. That sounds like a good trip. Uh, is it a yearly thing? It annual is annual thing. Yes. And is it always in LA? I believe it is always in LA. All right. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I know there's one called TwitchCon, which is like. At first, I thought there were two VidCons. Mm-hmm. Um, one, like, I guess the other one is in Amsterdam. Okay. Or, like, some... I don't know where Amsterdam is. I forgot. It's That's in Holland, I think. In, yeah, in yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, apparently, it was, like, something called TwitchCon. So I thought there were originally two dates. Yeah, that's a bit of a hike. But I think it, I I think everyone... Maybe I can speak for myself or for everyone here that we would... Uh, I think it'd be awesome to do more uh, 
you like you know adventures bring the turtle war or bring uh bring the group on some advent adventures uh to cons or or you know other other kind of things yeah i think i would go to vidcon and uh, I think there's some upcoming, the you know, some of the bigger uh, comic book conventions, and there's you know multiple little ones that I would like to go to that are, don't really make the radar for the big world, but they'll be big if we're there. That's right. Um, I think the next big thing that we have potentially, yeah, I'd like to up, cosplay. Yeah, cosplay. Uh, yeah, who would you cosplay as if you had to, if you if you were going to a convention tomorrow and then you needed a, a who would you go as, Kip? It's a hard question. Um... Mm, maybe like Robin. Robin. When you say Robin, what do you mean? Batman like, sidekick. Yeah, not 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 like the no uh, not not Wallace is like a sidekick like oh, young <laughs> Robin. Oh, so you you are so we are talking about the same Robin, but you just disagree that he's Batman. No, not, sidekick. not like the one that has like elf boots and like spandex and stuff like with curly hair. Not, not that Robin. I gotcha. I just wanted because there are. Uh, I know like, there's so many. There's a couple Robins in One Piece, and there's a couple, you know, other stuff. Like so, I just want to make sure we were talking about the Batman. There's the, Christopher Robin from yeah, the Winnie the Pooh. There's like, how crazy <laughs> would it be? Cosplay. <laughs> how crazy would it be? Because Kip, obviously, uh, you're not a boy, anyways. So if you just wore a yellow, uh, yellow shirt and blue shorts, and you went to a, I could probably wear a wig. Yeah, you might need to wear a wig because he has short hair. But how funny would it be like if you did that and then you go to like a regular combo convention or something and like <laughs> everyone's like, no, everyone does. They're all like, whoa, sweet Christopher Robin's cosplay. And you see someone dressed as Winnie the Pooh and Tigger. Yeah. Like, I can like hold a red balloon. I don't know. Does he hold a red balloon? I think he does at one point. That's like Pennywise. But yeah. like, I know that Christopher Robin, I've seen him with a red balloon somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he becomes Pennywise. They're, they're the same Christopher char- Robin with like the it and the it kids. Yeah, they're, they're the same character. Kip, have you ever seen? Have you ever seen the the Winnie the Pooh uh, when he ties a balloon around himself to get honey? And he no, I've watched Winnie the Pooh that was like five. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is one younger. of my favorite scenes almost in anything because he he covers himself in mud and ties a balloon around his waist so that he's like floating up and as he's going like it was such a great scene for me because as he's going as he's doing it he's like sings this song uh i'm just a little black rain cloud hovering over a honey tree and he's singing it like to the bees and like somehow that's gonna like like, you know, it's like pay no attention to little me. Like that, like, like that's gonna somehow make the bees. So the bees, are, so the bees are like, okay. So yeah, I'm like, clouds oh sing. my gosh! From now on, if I ever do anything wrong or like commit a crime or be somewhere where I'm not supposed to, I'm just gonna be, you know, like if I'm like out, like you know, tagging the front of city, mm-hmm. front of city hall or something, I'll just be like, you know, like I'm just out here <laughs> so, spray paint. So you're gonna, you're gonna take a cue from the Winnie the Pooh. Was it the movie, the Winnie the Pooh movie, or an episode uh, of the show? Um, I think it was uh, the original Winnie the. Pooh. Who, like original Disney Winnie the Pooh movie. Oh, right, right. So when it comes to to pulling off like crimes or any kind of movie. any kind of thing you need you want to do that you're not supposed to do, like you're gonna use the Winnie the Pooh strategy yeah. in in the real world, and, yeah. and that's that. Did, did you know that? Um, like I think Winnie the Pooh has officially entered like public domain. Mm-hmm. Has, so yeah. now it's they're working on like book. a horror movie. Oh, with nice. It. So that's and that's, like a horror movie with like um, all the other members yeah. of like the original book has. So you can use the Winnie the Pooh characters, but you cannot use the Disney likeness of them. Like the um, oh, it's I think a, I think the only one that's not public domain yet is Tigger. Because all the other ones are. But like if you go back, you if you go back and look, I don't think necessarily in the original book because there it was illustrated, but I don't think he had like the red shirt and you know I think there are certain things of it that you could not use the same. That make him identifi- identifiable as the Disney's Winnie the Pooh, but yeah, that is true. The original book uh, is now public domain, so yeah, we could make a Winnie the Pooh movie. I mean, we're gonna do that. So, so yeah. the Turtle World podcast is gonna get on it. Like, we're gonna look in, um, we're look gonna in run the- this public domain Winnie the Pooh thing to ground. I think um, I, I showed a picture of it. We've already uh, signed uh, Kip up as. Uh, Christopher Robin. Yeah, you're gonna be Christopher Robin. It's actually you're gonna. It's gonna be just like um, it's gonna revolve around Christopher Robin, and uh, like you know how the Winnie the Pooh. See, I still don't even understand this. If like they're actually figments of Christopher Robin's imagination, or if they're like even real at all in any way, shape, or form. I mean, obviously they're not like real, real, but even in that world, you know, I would think that it would be like a super weird bleak movie 
if you kind of if it was like that, like where it's okay, Christopher Robin's um, it, his idea of Winnie the Pooh and all that is all in his head. And I remember actually we mentioned this like way back when we were like, okay, well maybe he's actually in like jail or an insane asylum, and Winnie mm-hmm. the Pooh is actually Pooh. Like he made like he sculpted a, a little <laughs> bear out of, of out of poop. Oh, like poo poo. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so well, what's like the, what's the name of like the gang of like Eeyore? Like piglet. Are like, they is a gang? The gang. <laughs> <laughs> you mean his <laughs> and like, like the mafia? Tigger, piglet. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, oh, they, did they have a name? Rue. I don't know. I thought kangaroo. they did. Oh, like what's the name of their collective group? Yeah. I don't think they have one. <laughs> no. I thought they did. <laughs> I think it's just like Winnie the Pooh and friends. Yeah, they're the friends. Boom. <laughs> that's their that's their <laughs> gang name. Oh, the friends. The friends. They they do an F like they, you put two fingers out on one hand. Yeah, he's like I'm Winnie the Pooh, and they're like, and we're his friends. <laughs> oh, dude, like, whose voice is that? Piglet's. <laughs> Piglet's voice. That was Rue's voice. <laughs> yeah, because I guess if we're going back, like if we're not using the Disney version of the voices, like we can make them have any voices we want, even the Disney ones, <laughs> <laughs> including the Disney voices. You're like, whoa, the food. <laughs> but then we can just keep we can keep that voice. And yeah. then take it. What is it? Italian mafia Winnie the Pooh. Yes. Good. So so when, so they're all they all just have Italian voices. <laughs> yeah. Winnie the Pooh's like, oh, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> that was, was that an Italian oh accent? Gosh. Andy. <laughs> I'm on season six of The Sopranos, and that right there was the best Italian accent I've ever heard. <laughs> that was the worst attempt at an Italian accent of all time. You just made a few noises. <laughs> I, could just go, I, could go to, I could go to Italy right now and just like talk and talk to the locals. You could have said like a Mario line. Yeah. No, it's like I was trying to. It's, it's like nothing. <laughs> like nothing. You, could, you could do that in Italy too. Like you could literally, literally go to Italy and be like, "It's me, Mario," and they'd be like, "Oh, they, they, they're like, like, hi, Mario," because <laughs> <laughs> they speak hello. English. <laughs> oh, oh, people, Mario, there is like actually you, people's like name. People are actually named Mario in Italy. Yeah, it's a pretty regular name. So they're like, <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like an everyday common name. Yeah, so that would be like you stepping out of your house and be like, "It's me, Andy." <laughs> Everyone's like, okay. All right, that's cool. Thanks. Thanks for <laughs> announcing that. We know your name now. So, no, yeah, I think we should we should look into making a, a Winnie the Pooh mafia movie. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So, wait, who would, the God- produce it. who would the Godfather be? Winnie the, Winnie the Pooh or Christopher Robbins? Um, I think probably the, uh, Tigger would be the Godfather. He'd be like the Godfather type character. If we even need, do we need a Godfather? Maybe they can all just be like henchmen, and the Godfather like is. I mean, you have to have a, a boss, though. You have to have some sort of a leader. That's true. To have a mafia, you gotta maybe they're. Maybe Christopher Robin would be like the mafia Cri- boss. Christopher yeah. Robin is the boss. And yeah. so, wait, like, like, what if Christopher Robin is the mafia boss, and they are all figments of his imagination? And then, like, if he gets in a fight like with a another, one like, person mafia. Yeah, he, but he gets in a fight with another real mafia gang. Like, they're the legit mafia, and he's like, "Yo, I brought all my, I brought all the big guns." And they're like looking, and he's like eight years old and has a balloon, and like there's literally no one behind him. He's like, Tigger, get him. Oh, no. So we could share from the point of view of the people that are seeing it uh, where they they can't see them. So, like, you know, like there'll be like some mob guy getting ready for bed or something, and all of a sudden he like sees this kid in his room <laughs> and he like jumps him and stabs him, and he's like, What the hell's going on? And he's like, holds him down, and he's like, Eeyore. I'll hold him down. You stab him, and then he just like holds his other <laughs> he holds his other hand out and it's like slowly pulling it towards the guy. He's like, "Eeyore, why are you doing it so slow?" And the guy's like, "But Eeyore probably wouldn't do that. He'd, he'd probably just be like turning wouldn't, away." He's like, "Stabbing, no, stabbing makes me sad." Yeah. Or maybe it's Tigger. <laughs> oh, he's like, "Here, Tigger, tie this to your tail and jump on him." And he's like, starts just like like he's reaching around, stabbing the guy in the stomach, and he's like. He's making. He's going like boinga boinga boinga. And he's like, ooh, TTFN. I lo- look at the article that I sent in Discord about the um horror movie. I don't know. Weird. And DM. Oh, so this is like yeah, a terror. This is a terrifying Winnie the Pooh. It looks so. like yeah, that's what I was talking about. Yeah, it looks like a cross between Winnie the Pooh and the Michael Jackson zombie from Thriller. Yeah, we'll since, we'll, since it's finally um public domain, we'll add that to Instagram also. Yeah, it's called like Blood and Honey. We're literally just going to animate this version of the character and have that be one of the booth. <laughs> I mean, every time he kills somebody, he's like, oh, bottom. 
<laughs> like that's the last thing you hear <laughs> before you die. But it's really Christopher Robin because he's just he's. Wait, oh, wait, I found the IMDb page. That's like an actual real, um, real thing. So there's a. Is this a trailer or is there is there like a full length Winnie horror ver, horror version of Winnie the Pooh now? I think it's just like a horror um, Winnie the Pooh. But does it exist or is it like a concept? Uh, I think it exists right now. I think it's like it's like it's been teased. Like I see. The cast oh, so there's no. This hasn't been released as a full length movie. I mean, we can top that and release something faster. So, yeah. like, let's say this pretty tonight. well. Like, I'm looking at it right now. It looks pretty well produced and everything. It looks like they had a pretty decent budget. But we can come up with something better and release it before this is even out. And we got to. Like, we got to get um, on that. You got to get your Christopher Robin costume ready. Um, I'll get my Winnie the Pooh costume, and we'll get on this like this week. So uh, I guess it mainly follows like Pooh and Piglet. Because Christopher Robin like abandoned them, so now they're going on a killing spree. Yeah, yeah. will too, but it's also going to have Christopher Robin as as the main character. So real quick, uh, Andy and I used to. What, what was the show? Chris, uh, Winnie the Pooh and Friends was that what um, it was called? The New Adventures of Winnie the, the Pooh. The New Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Oh my gosh, yeah. So <laughs> we actually used to watch that pretty regularly, like when back when Saturday morning cartoons were a thing. So we would watch the <laughs> New Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, and. Uh, it was one where they all got super scared and they ordered a pizza and the pizza guy came and they thought, and so Tigger scared everyone by saying that there was the slusher because he had watched the slusher movie. And uh, he was like, the slusher who slushed everyone and came back to slush him again was like the sequel. <laughs> so then we came up with this uh, scenario where Chris Robbins is like banging on the door and he's like, Pooh, Tigger, like let me in you guys. And they got super scared. So they thought it was the slusher outside. So then he comes in, and when he comes in, he trips. Like, he finally gets the door open, and he's all covered in rain, and he trips, and he lands on his hands and knees. And when he looks up, <laughs> the the, uh, the Winnie the Pooh crew was so scared that they had a double barrel shotgun. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> they, like, waited, like, uh, Pooh had it on his shoulder, and, um, like, Piglet was holding up the butt of the gun, and then, like, Eeyore had his head there so that it, that it wouldn't go backwards. And then, uh, like, Tigger was pulling the trigger. And then, you know, they pull the trigger, and it goes into, like, like they shoot Chris Robin right in the face because they think he's the slusher. <laughs> With buckshot. But yeah, and then it goes like super slow motion, like showing like, like showing and then getting shot in the face. <laughs> like, like the, you can see his, each like pellet yeah, like go like into digging his, into the skin. Yeah, and he's like, and then it shows it from all these different angles, and um, <laughs> you can see like little pieces of bone flying off. So like up to that point, it was totally just a regular kids' cartoon. But then like just <laughs> that episode happens. So this is like ninety minutes into it. Yeah. <laughs> It's just like a regular show. And Up then, till then, like a four-year-old could have watched it and enjoyed it. Yeah, there's no warning or anything like this. No watching. <laughs> it just no happens. You're like, <laughs> wait, wait, what? So, but yeah, Kip, that yeah. That, that actually is a really good show. I can Kip. see that happening because, like, you know, sometimes the ending is the hardest part. Like, I can see that all the time in movies and other works of fiction where you can tell that the writers were like, "How do we end this?" You know, it's a great concept and everything. We've got, but we got to the end, and it's like, oh man, you know, and what's an ending that will that the viewers will enjoy and be satisfied by? So, yeah. I could see coming up with a, like a ninety-minute Winnie the Pooh and then trying to end it in a way that's like fun and all that. And so that's that's probably where that would have come from. So, Kip, I think uh, pretty standard, like any. Any uh, screenwriting, any sort of writing that they're going to tell you if you, you know, if you need a, a go-to ending that's good for anything is going to be a slow motion shotgun to the face. <laughs> <laughs> it works in all scenarios. Yeah. They're like, whatever it is. I, I like, the, um, like the thing where, like, the main character wakes up and it was all a dream. Oh, that would work perfectly in a Winnie the Pooh movie. Yeah. But instead of, but oh, everyone thinks Christopher Robin's going to wake up, but it's actually Tigger wakes up and Christopher Robin was a dream. Yeah, it's actually it's... Christopher Robin's mom wakes up. <laughs> it was just like sleeping under a tree. <laughs> it's it's, it's Christopher Robin's mom and she wakes up and she's like, I wish I had have had a son. But... <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson wakes up. Yeah, Dwayne Johnson. He's like, who the hell was that kid? <laughs> <laughs> he wakes up in a world where Winnie the Pooh doesn't exist. Yeah. And it's like, just like a slightly sadder version of our world. When I think it would be Chris Robin, like he would like trip and fall down, then like boom, shotgun, double barrels to the face, and he's like, oh, and then he wakes up and he's like, oh, he wakes up all sweaty and stuff. He's like, oh boy, that was such a scary dream where I dreamed that <laughs> Winnie the Pooh and everyone was killing me, and then and then he tells everyone about it. Well, no, then like he like he like you know once you know because he's still so he, then once his eyes clear, he sees and he's actually looking in, down the barrel of the shotgun because <laughs> he because he got knocked out when he when he hit the floor. Well, no, like he actually that was a nightmare, but then when he woke up, like it was really happening. Like, <laughs> like, like all the all the Winnie the Pooh characters are there, and they're like, "Now you get yours, slusher." <laughs> He's like, oh, no. 
Yeah, we need to, we need to get on that. <laughs> you know what I should do? What's that? I should do a piano cover of the intro one time. Of the intro to uh, Winnie the Pooh? No, not to the podcast. Oh, the podcast intro. Yeah, that would make more sense. But to the Winnie, like in like Winnie the Pooh tune? No, just like <laughs> the podcast intro. Yeah, so but do the intro, but use Winnie the Pooh because... Um, Okay, so we're definitely doing Winnie the Pooh. I don't Pooh. know what the Winnie the Pooh theme is. <laughs> so there's two things that you could do. There's the original uh, really stupid I haven't watched Disney it in song. like right over so 10 years. There's the really old Disney movie where it's like Winnie the Pooh and it's like people singing and they're like, Winnie the Pooh, Pooh, Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, that's Pooh. the one I remember. Cuddly little bear. Oh, okay. <laughs> you remember, you yeah. remember all the words? <laughs> but then there's the newer one from the new adventures of Winnie the Pooh and they're like, Pooh, bear, Winnie the Pooh, oh, yeah. bear. That was man. I, so, I had, that, you've that got had, options. Kid. That had just completely slipped my mind. Like that, that, that was that was not something that I retained from back in like the nineties when that came out. It's like, Wait, how, how does it go? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> like, like the new one. The new is uh, Pooh Bear, Winnie the Pooh Bear, and then I don't um, remember the rest. But they get more into it. Yeah, something. They get more into it. <laughs> Pooh Bear, Winnie the Pooh Bear. <laughs> kind of like that. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> So yeah, we could we we could if you play that, then we could uh, pre-record it into our system, and that could be the new uh, that could be the new. Yeah. The Winnie the Pooh intro. Yeah. I think so. What we could do is like we can. We also have to look at other things that are public domain, like anything before what is it like a hundred years or something like that. So you know we can put like Dracula in this because if you know if we're gonna use public domain Winnie the Pooh, we might as well. Keep, just make it even you know, the, the more ideas and the more stuff you put into any work of fiction the better it is obviously you know so, it sucks have you ever tried to look up public domain music uh, it's not, oh my gosh there's like nothing but horrible music <laughs> <laughs> like it is so rare to find something good unless you go to like one of like uh, I know YouTube YouTube has like a whole page of music that people have made specifically for so you can find stuff like techno music or whatever right. you're actually looking for but if you just go on and try to find public domain music I mean, it's all old as junk, and it's all like <laughs> it's like big band music, but not like the good stuff, you know? Yeah. Like, it's, oh man, it's, mm. yeah. If you ever want to spend the evening getting frustrated, do that. <laughs> just getting mad. <laughs> You're what? This is what I want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you ever want to do that? If you ever want to be I mad and listen thing, to Andy. and listen to public, yeah, I just can't wait for an evening of being mad and listening to public domain music. Like, I'm super looking forward to this. Just like turn all the lights off in the house. Get a light some candles, get a little glass of champagne, and be like, "Here we go!" <laughs> damn it! Aww. Oh, damn it! No, <laughs> why do I do this? But I just keep doing it for hours. Oh man, like this is just going from bad to worse. All right, so what do you guys think? We, we've we've covered VidCon I think pretty good. We covered the topic of VidCon pretty well. Kip, is there anything you would like to add to our to this episode of the Tour World Podcast before we wrap things up for the night? No, I think I'm, I'm good. Anything uh, for the trip or for the VidCon or anything? No, I'd have to, like, think. All right. Well, you think. And, guys, uh, we will catch you next time. Uh, please check us out at TurtleWars.net. That's where you'll find all of our information. And and remember, listening to the Turtle War podcast is half the battle. The rest of your life is the other half. All right. Catch you guys later. <laughs>